I thought we started too. Joke's on you. Started already. Got him. Welcome to the show, everybody. Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Gelati LOL, Vince. Uh, with me tonight uh, is John George at the Esports Plug and Calvin T at Ruler R Sama. We are without Chris Chung tonight uh, at Prime Time on Twitter. Uh, unfortunately, has some scheduling conflicts. But uh, welcome to episode two. We've rebranded after one episode because uh, screw that idea. Uh, feel free to Google it if you like. <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, we are uh, the Gold Card Podcast. We're gonna go with, and uh, we are an esports betting podcast focusing on professional League of Legends in multiple regions. Uh, as, as I introduced last week, I just want to recap for some new people here. Uh, me and the guys here have been talking shop back and forth on Twitter for more than a year now, and we figured, hey, you know, we should get in a room and talk, right? So this is going to be a show looking at the professional League of Legends scene through the eyes of traditional sports betting and daily fantasy sports like DraftKings, right? So I've already interest- introduced the host here. I don't know if you guys want to do a quick recap of what your guys' specialty is. Uh, so I'm John George, uh, the eSports plug on Twitter. Uh, do a lot of high-stakes traditional betting, but also uh, was playing DFS since the <clears throat> since they added League of Legends to uh, DraftKings. So I do a little bit of everything. Uh, well, Calvin. Calvin T, as they call me. Uh, don't want to say my last name, like I said. Um, I can't say your last name, dude! <laughs> you won't. Um, You're right, I can't! <laughs> play, play Call of Duty esports at a pretty high level. You know, I got into League of Legends. Um, started doing DFS a couple of years ago. Got into League uh, DFS this year. I mean, I do a couple of bets, but I think League DFS is my main thing. Uh, GBPs. Love them. Join them. For the hot takes. <laughs> uh, I'm Vince. I go uh, at on Twitter. Uh, I've been capping League of Legends for the past year or so, uh, writing about it on my blog. I'll do the atchalatiello.blogspot.com. Uh, link will be in the show notes. Uh, I've also done some coaching at challenger level, and I've competed myself, you know, high diamond, some high diamond challenger land events. Uh, I've been following the scene since, bef- you know, before Professional League was a thing, like preseason one, and I've been with the game for a long time, and I have a little bit of experience uh, following esports before League as well. So uh, that's a little bit... I, I kind of tend to attack more of the traditional sports betting angle, but uh, I do have some experience with DFS as well. So we're three of your hosts. Uh, not with us tonight is Chris Jung. He will be back with us again next week, presumably. And uh, he is also a DFS uh, specialist, so... Uh, he's in. He's in the podcast for the looks, really. <laughs> we need like so, a hot guy <laughs> well, with Chris Chung. So, uh, yeah, the idea is that we're gonna. There's plenty of podcasts that talk about League of Legends esports and analyzing the pro scene. You can listen to the Riot produced ones, Euphoria, all those, and they're great and everything. But we we hadn't heard anything that really attacked it from a betting angle, so we decided to give it a go, and that's why we're here today. And uh, I think we can just jump right into this week's slate, guys. I know. That's gonna yeah, be that's good. gonna be that's gonna be the line every single week. We're just gonna say we're gonna jump right into this week's slate after I riff for five minutes, right? One hundred percent. All right, let's get going. Um, we'll do the Friday. We'll do the LCK first. Uh, so we have the Friday slate, the LCK slate. These lines are from Bet Online, but get them for wherever you get your lines: Betway, Bavada, wherever you know, what have you. Uh, so we have King Zone. 
Minus 137 favorites against Hamwa Life Esports. The handicap, uh, minus 1.5 would be plus 206 if you'd like the King Zone 2-0. What do you guys think on this one, John? Um, I like King Zone to win this match. If I... I'm not sure that I'm going to find my way into betting this. Man, the minus 137 is intriguing. Yeah, that was my first thought, too. I, the minus 137 is very intriguing. I I would consider I would consider the handicap, too. I think King Zone's a very good team. I think the minus 137 is the safe way to play it. If you wanted to branch out and go minus 1.5 at plus 206, I wouldn't blame you. What do you got, Cal? No, I agree. I, I think King Zone finally figured it out, and I think the 9.4 is definitely suitable for them. So, you know, okay, we, I, I am in agreement with you guys. The question is, how confident are we here? Like, let's scale this, like, 1 to 10, right? I'm not going to say, like, how many units or whatever, but, like, on a confident scale of 1 to 10, 10 being, you know, no force in the universe is going to stop this from happening, and 1 being definitely not, like, you know, maybe it's just the lean, like, the slightest of leans, right? How strongly uh, do you guys feel on King Zone for this? <clears throat> Uh, I'm going to put Kings out at a seven for me. I'm, I'm pretty darn confident that they're going to beat Hanwha Life. What about you, Kyle? Yeah, I'm. I'd say eight or nine. I really do think uh, they're better than King or not Kings on uh, Hanwha Life. So if that's the if that's the case, this should be like pretty heavy because that's like good odds, right? Because minus one thirty seven is pretty darn good. Yeah, like minus one thirty seven is. What's that, like 54% or whatever? Let me see. I can check real quick. 57.8%. 57.8% implied probability. Yeah, I mean, it's got to be higher than that. I, I think so, this too. This didn't pop out that much to me when I was looking at odds earlier, but I don't bet on Bet Online, and I was yeah. wondering if the odds are really that different. See what it's on about. I'm looking it up right now. Yeah, obviously. So we, I'm going to go with just like one set of lines, but uh, you should, you know, cater according to the book that you're using so if you if you're using bovada or any of the european sites or you know bet 365 whatever what have you any any of these sites if you find better line there's a lot of opportunities for arbitrage in esports uh yes and what i mean what i mean by that for those that don't know uh, this is something i wanted to talk about a little bit more this week but I mean, this could probably be a whole episode by itself honestly but what i mean by arbitrage is different books are going to have different lines on games, right? So if you find a huge disparity that you can exploit, you should definitely do that. Like, especially, you see a lot of this in, like, it's going to be interesting seeing how the states, like, individual states pick up sports betting and who's going to jump in on esports first, because I know individual state sports books, there's a ton of value to be gained from, like, local books versus, like, national books or offshore books, right? Like, the juice is usually, like, either way lower or way higher, so you can use that to your advantage in different ways, like, and sometimes they just have different people on it, and they have a different read on it. So just like anything else, you want to shop around and find the best line for it. But uh, what, what do we got on Bovada, John? Yeah, they're it's slightly different on Bovada. It's a one fifty one or negative one fifty or negative one forty five. See, I think that's more that's more accurate, right? This one's yeah, man, yeah. That it leans me much heavier towards King Zone. Yeah. Seeing that minus one thirty seven line, I would definitely bet it at minus one thirty seven. Yeah, I don't. It's funny when I when I first looked at this, I I kind of went back and forth, right? Like I, I my initial take was, how is this not like way more than that? Because I I don't know what you guys think. I think King Zone's probably the third best team in the LCK. 
I totally agree with that. Like third or fourth. Like I think I think it's like them and and Sandbox, right? Yeah, I think those two battle out for third spot. Yeah, and then uh, I I do think I know SK Telecom's looking a little off right now, but I I I do think I mean Griffin's miles above everybody, and then I yeah. think SKT is kind of in their own tier there and like second, and then I, I think got, I got a slightly off topic question for you guys relating yeah. to this. So I was I was debating this a little bit with people on Twitter. So Griffin is clearly better than everybody else in the LCK. If Absolutely. you take if you remove Griffin from the LCK, are they like favorites to beat like let's say Europe if the top three teams play the top three teams? If you take Griffin out of the equation, Cal, you can take this first if you want. So if it's like G two, let's say it's G two, uh, I don't know, Splice and Schalke. You know, yeah, somebody sure. or Vitality. No, Vitality is definitely in there. So yeah. G two Vitality and I don't know Shalka versus SKT Standbox and Kingzone. Are the LCK even favorites? Um, if G two was to carry them, uh, I would. Uh, no, LCK is aren't favorites to be honest. Uh, for some reason, like, and I don't want to call Chris out. I wish he was here, but I think Chris talks about how the LCK is a little bit too macro oriented and which is better than other regions which in my opinion I still think the team fighting you know meta type of thing is where a lot of teams are successful look at like Griffin you know what I mean Griffin you know IG when they start getting rolling uh, G2 obviously they troll a lot but you know um, it's it's more of a team fighting and I feel like teams like G2 Vitaly who are team fighting first you know what I mean are yeah. going to come out heavily favorites, in my opinion. Yeah, it's a little hot takey, but I think G2, if, I think I would take G2 over any of those three teams. See, and I think is close, but the other ones, I, I would definitely take G2 over Sandbox or G2 over Kings. Over all right. Now. So, so I, I'm going to take the other side of this, partially just to play devil's advocate, but mostly because I actually disagree, right? Yeah. I, think, I think G2 are actually this good. I don't know if you guys agree with me or not. I think G2 is actually this good. Like, I think G2 I, I is one of the best totally teams. I think they're one of the best teams in the world. And I think it, it's really, really tough. We saw this with, with Flash Wolves in the LMS for the longest time, right? Where they were so much better than literally everybody else in that region that it just, especially like 2016, 2017, like after AHQ kind of yeah. started being yeah. bad. Like, that region, it just isn't that strong of a region. Right, now, especially now. I mean, maybe they're kind of like going through some turnover now, so maybe that's going to change. But the last like two years, I know the the riot narrative is that they are a strong region because historically they have been. But if you watch any of the LMS last two seasons, it's it's yeah, yeah. it's Flash Wolves are bust. Like there, yeah. nobody else was even remotely close. And then we saw Flash Wolves at Worlds were just not that good. Like, yeah, they deserve to be there. They were better than a lot of the teams there, but not. They were not, really good at MSI. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and. So, I always find it real interesting, and this, there's a good parallel to this in traditional sports, or not a good parallel, but, like, you see this kind of thing all the time in traditional sports, right? Like, this is the New England Patriots problem. That's what I'll call it, right? So, this yeah. is the New England Patriots problem, right? New England Patriots have won their division, what, 15 in the last 16 years? Yeah, something like that's that. In, that's insane in a salary cap sport. Like, that's ridiculous. It might not even ever happen again. So... That's ridiculous consistency, and everyone po- everyone always likes to point to, oh, man, they have to play against New York, Miami, and whoever else is in their division. I always forget. But they have to play against this garbage division, right? And everyone tries to use that argument, but in reality, yeah, that matters, and strength of competition matters, and you should put some weight on that. But I don't think 
we like I don't think it's necessarily I'm trying to lose my train of thought here. So uh strength of schedule like strength of competition matters, but you also can't blame an elite team for just smashing everybody, is what I'm trying yeah. to say, right? Like, that's definitely true. Yeah, yeah you can't like knock them down just because they're pressure. Yeah, them. like what all? What are they supposed to do? Play a four v five and win? Like half the time with these teams, Griffin is basically styling on people. <laughs> like Griffin's yeah. just picking yeah. new stuff. They don't even care. Like, what are they? G two is kind of doing the same thing. G two is smurfing. Like I, I don't know if you, like you guys have watched the U. G two smurfing. Yeah, totally agree. Hardcore. Like they're hardcore. smashing people when they don't care. Like That's what I'm saying is I think they're better than any LCK team except for maybe Griffin. Like, yeah, uh, see, I, I think Griffin is that good as well, and I think, I think people are, I think we should temper as a community. We should temper our, oh man, Korea is not the best anymore. Like narrative, right? Korea is definitely, especially in this meta game. It's I, I agree with you. The level of play overall is lower than it used to be. Right? Mm-hmm. They're not the best region right now. That doesn't mean that they're bad, and especially for Griffin, I don't think we should hold that against them necessarily. Because, like, yeah, we, they've shown us everything. Me, it feels to me like Griffin, like, without Griffin, the LCK is the third best region. I think EU is better than the LCK, except for Griffin is, like, propping the LCK up because yeah. they're so good. I could, you know, I, I I could see that argument. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't disagree or agree with that necessarily. Like, I, I, that's a fine take to me. Like, that's exactly even. And NA is like cow. is like barrels below everybody else. NA is like monster leagues behind everybody. Yeah, I thought NA was better last year. I, I think they were better Which last year. Which is so too. weird because I think there's more individual talent this year, but I don't I know. Think I Rogue is a top five team in, in NA. I don't like, think so. I think Rogue is top five in NA. I don't think so. I think so. the, the I bad think NA so. teams are so bad. I think and so. even the good NA teams, like FlyQuest has like been pretty good this season, and they had like a seven thousand gold lead, and just just, just, just did yeah. nothing with it. Yeah. Like Rogue can win with a seven thousand gold lead. Like yeah. I think Rogue, I think Rogue would be top five in the NALCS. <sighs> That's a bit of a hot take. It's I'm not. about it. Well, I don't know. I see. All right, like all right. So I was the guy last year. We're just getting completely derailed. Oh, yeah. Like from the fir- from the first game, we're getting completely derailed. I'll try to get us back on in just a second. But like okay. this is a good this is a good topic. This is a good topic. I like so, it. so. Last year, going into the season, and I was very vocal about this. I wrote about it, and everybody knows it. I thought, overall, as a region, NA was stronger. Like, if you put the 10 NA teams against the 10 EU teams in, like, you know, a team battle or something, I I was confident that NA would win. Like, if you just, like, you know, correlated all the data and made one giant... Well, not even that, not even that necessarily, but, like, if you just, like, took the overall average of the 10 North American okay. teams versus the overall average of the 10 European teams, I think NA would win every time. Like, they'd be much better. By the end of the season, that was dead wrong. <laughs> but that's, but what, that's what you were thinking. That was my thought. <laughs> and I think what I missed out on was, like, all these, all the all the minor leagues in Europe, like, I don't want to say they're more competitive, but I think there's just more, I want to say passion. I know that's, like, kind of a like a in sketchy NA. word in these kind of circles. No, in Europe. Oh, in Europe, yes, yes. Like, and it's not just, like, a meme that, like, the the European players are, like, you know, real passionate or whatever, but, like, I think, like, all these, like, national leagues, like the Spanish League and, like, EU, the, like the, L, the LCL and all, TCL, like, there's a lot of pride on the line in these leagues. It's not, it's not like, okay, we're the minor leagues and we know it, like yeah, Academy yeah. is. In Academy, you can almost definitely tell the players that don't belong there or the ones that, like, really want it. You know, I don't want to hold that against any academy players, but, like, it's a much higher level. Like, I would rather watch the Spanish League than academy, NA Academy, like, any day of the week. 
I kind of think the same thing of like I actually think Korean Academy and we can or the Challengers Korea rather. Yeah. Uh, Challengers Korea has bred these these three teams: Sandbox, yep. Griffin, and uh, and yeah, and Damwon. So like, I keep just like Battle Comics like tripping me up too. So uh, <laughs> they they've bred these teams and they're like they're contenders, like they're here to stay. Griffin especially. So I think that that level of like fire in minor leagues is like a whole separate topic we could definitely go into. I want to get us. I, I want to steer us back on track here. But yeah, like fin- make your make your last point there, John. Yeah, la- last thing I was going to say is I also think, and I complained a lot about this in my posts at the beginning of this season, was the way that they handle being a losing team. I think is a lot different in NA and EU. Uh, as an example, I think NA teams when they're doing badly, they just import like mediocre players from other regions yeah and i think eu is much more likely to go to the to the regional leagues and pick the superstars out of there and i think you're going to get better luck picking the best player from the spanish league than picking a a middle ranked player from korea which is what north america tends to do is they go pick up bang and crown and rush i mean dude bang Bang was still so good last year i know skt was not a good team but he was not their problem on that team. I just think that if you're I know what you're, you're saying. Trying, yeah, if you're I think they need to go to the basketball model of like if the Nets know they're not going to win this year, they don't go pick up like a 35-year-old former superstar. Yeah, don't they get a band-aid. A, yeah, they yeah. go pick up a draft pick and they try to get an 18-year-old guy and they start developing a new team and I really like when teams do that and when I see teams like SK even though they're a new team <clears throat> or somebody who goes out there and finds guys who are underappreciated, guys from the under leagues, like the Mad Lions guys. That is, for me, a much better strategy to become a good team than to take your five guys that were losing and replace one of them with Bang. Yeah. Like, I mean, <clears throat> or replace one of them with Crown. You know, I mean, it, that's just, I don't think that's ever going to work, but NA is so worried about being bad, whereas EU doesn't mind if it's going to take a year to get better. It feels like to well, me. There's also the I said this about Korea for the longest time too. Like Korea was never about the superstars. Like everything in Korea, what made that region so good was it, it was a lot like hockey, right? Like Canada and hockey, where the system, the whole collective system, was so solid from top to bottom, coaching wise, player wise, like everything about it was so solid. Top to they had the best training grounds for solo queue. Like they had it was the best like soil to grow in right and i think like that concept of like developing talent is something we and we see the teams that do it there's a difference right like look at like cloud nine cloud nine developed their own talent yeah right or like like clutch last year clutch went and got one import right or no, they got lira too i guess so like yeah. they had two imports but they were two strong players right and forbidden lira right but then they had Solo, who was a homegrown talent. We see now Licorice. Licorice is a monster. Haunter is yeah. a monster. These are homegrown guys. You can do yeah. it. You're not going to hit every time. And I know I'm pointing to the success stories, but like, you know, yeah, Demonte. Give Demonte. Demonte looks so much better this season than he did last season. You knew that was a matter of time. He wasn't going to be that bad. Yeah, go- I, th- I say go pick up five. Like, go pick up five Demontes if you're a bad NA team. Yeah, go and just go with it. And try it. If two of them suck. The next split, get rid of those two and try two yeah. new guys. Or, eventually, you'll create a, a roster that is good. Or you get four Demontes and like one veteran to lead them, like like the Golden Guardians model, yeah. right? Like, yeah, I like that too. Yeah, 
So yeah, we we but could anyway. we could we could go on a whole. Yeah. Maybe we'll do a bonus episode or something about this because this is a whole topic we could go into. But we've spent ten minutes divulging. Okay. Yeah, let's go back so to the games. we all liked about. King Zone. I'm really confident in King Zone. I'm going to be hammering King Zone tomorrow morning for yeah, probably we'll at least at least three units. I would think for me, but that's all relative to you guys. So <laughs> I'll definitely uh, be betting King Zone. Next up, we have SKT minus seven fourteen Kappa. <laughs> Uh, the minus 1.5 is at 204. That's the number we're really looking at. Against Gen G, the Gelati Slayers. <laughs> the yeah, Generation Gelati Slayers. That's what that stands for. Um, <laughs> plus 457, the plus one four. Uh, the plus 1.5 is at plus 153. That's actually... I don't know. Do, do, you guys, do you guys have... I, I think you guys know where I stand on this. It's not just because I hate Gen G, but I, the team is so inconsistent. They're so two-faced, and... I think unlike last year where I I, I grew to respect Gen G last year because they knew who they were at least, kind of like like Vitality did. Like Vitality knows who they are. They're not pretending yeah. to be something they're not, right? The question is is Gen G like how they identify themselves now? Is that a winning formula or even like remotely close to like they can't even outplay out of situations playing that way right now. Just not the way like the way the game is. I say this about Jin Air too, like I keep wanting to like Jin Air at these crazy numbers, but like just <laughs> Dude, the, you're not the, the only one. <laughs> yeah, but like if you have, it's like okay, like we're gonna stick to our plan, but you're still playing. You're bringing you're bringing a knife to a gunfight, right? Unless you're like yeah. Bruce Lee, you're not gonna do anything. Like, <laughs> yeah. so I don't. Do you guys have any, any faith in Gen G here? Or no, nope, no faith in Gen G. If, yeah. I'm not gonna bet this game. I don't. Yeah, me think. neither. I'm. I'm but if I was gonna bet it, is if, if going back to my gun to my head model. If I was gonna bet it, I would bet SKT minus one point five. Yeah, if I had to bet, this might not be this. This is a, it's this is a good number, like by the book, right? Like this is a good number because that's like close enough to intriguing to like want to put the minus like the minus one point five into like parlays and stuff. I might do that, but I'm not doing anything more than that. Yeah, I think it's a good number. By yeah, the it's a good number, it, uh, and I'm gonna avoid it. I think. Yeah, uh, moving on to Saturday, still the LCK. Damwon minus two sixty three. Minus one point five is at plus one twenty four against Afrika. Damn one looks good. Um I'm gonna just take the minus one and a half and then Yeah. No no faith for the, the new look Afrika freaks? Yeah, here's the here's the thing. Oh, no, like, you don't know. Listen, they might just come out there with Shy in the top lane, dude. You don't know who Afrika's playing. <laughs> oh dude, I actually I mean, <laughs> Dude, Soul and Jelly do not work together. I don't know why they didn't play Senen, whatever it is that dude's name is, who works well with uh, Soul. But I don't know. What, I mean, Soul. I, we we I, talked I, about this a little bit. Like I I, I like yeah. Soul from Kangdu, but not with Jelly, dude. They don't mix. They don't match together. And <sighs> it's like I don't know, man. Forget Africa, dude. Forget so okay, I'm gonna spin this a different way because I, I don't think I'm gonna bet this. <sighs> I might do something light on the minus 1.5 for Damwon, but, like, I, let me spin this a different way, right? Is there a universe where, like, Keen and Yukal just go berserk and carry these games? Like, that's, like, a reasonable ex- expectation, right? That could happen here. I don't think so. I don't think so. Damwon had a... They had a little dip in there, and I feel like uh, they lost a lot of faith from people in their little dip. They had, like, what, like a three-match three set where they lost two of them uh, 
and, and people lost a lot of faith in them, but they have been really strong lately. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I don't think Afrika has any chance to win this series. I'm not even sure they have a chance to win a game. I'm going to go, I'm going to go talking with my hands model here. So you're going to have to watch this if you're watching the YouTube, <laughs> right? So here we go. Here's the guy, full, full like Italian talking with my hands model, right? So, so we had Damwon, right? Damwon came out to a blazing fast start, right? And I think yeah. this is almost visual. Like it's, it's almost like this happened exactly this way, like exactly this way. Cause it feel, it felt this way to me. Yeah, Damwon come out to this racing start, right? The rest of the league slowly catching up, slowly catching up, and then they over they overpassed him for a couple weeks. They figured them yeah. out, right? Mm-hmm. I, and I do think there is a certain degree of that, right? Like I think like Nogari was was destroying people. Like he was hard carrying games for this team, and I think people kind of figured out some things to exploit in his play. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, in much the same way, like people figure out Huni now, uh, Huni from two years ago. We'll say, yeah, right. Uh, I do think they're now like caught back up and they've made their adjustments. They're they're just a good team. They're gonna be. I, I think they're right there with Kings. I I think Kingzone is a better team, but I think they're right there with Kingzone in the top four. Like I, I think the top yeah. four is pretty set. That fifth playoff team is just gonna be up for debate. Yeah, we Korea. might have actually disrespected them a little bit earlier when we were talking about uh, the top three and we had oh. kind of Kingzone and Sandbox. There. I forgot I feel about like Sandbox. Damwon is yeah. Damwon is in there with Kingzone and Sandbox for me. I think Damwon's better than Sandbox. <clears throat> yeah, I think they probably are. Like, so, not I think by we, much, we disrespected but... them a little bit earlier Flame in the. Uh... What's up? <sighs> Sorry, no, go ahead. I was just saying, no, yeah, yeah. Good. yeah Flame, for real. I, dude, it was like refreshing, oh right? <laughs> he was like back. He's like back in town, baby. Let's go. Like I said, man, the thing about the thing about Afrika is you don't know if they're just going to play Mac Noon in the jungle or something. At this there. point, yeah, uh, I don't know, man. I, I'm probably not gonna bet. Uh, I'm kind of talking myself into a damn one minus. Yeah, 1. I think 5. I'm betting damn one minus. Yeah, one Nothing five. heavy, but I'm I'm gonna bet the minus one point five. So I think all I three agree. of us are on that. Uh, next game, Sandbox. This is the second game on Saturday morning. Uh, sandbox minus two thousand. <laughs> minus one point five. Minus three fifty seven. I'll let you guess who the team they're playing is. I mean, you guys are cheating, but is Sandbox minus two thousand against XL? If they play tomorrow, is they, is, are they minus 2,000? I don't know. Uh, G- yeah. argument for worst team in the world. They're bad. <laughs> they have, a, they have an They're... argument for worst team in the world. What are oh, Jinair's redeeming in- characteristics? Um, they, uh, think, they, no, they, I, I, want you, I want you to take a few seconds and think about this. What are Jinair's redeeming characteristics? Uh... They don't get run over super fast. Jenner does not have a lot okay. of 22-minute losses. Okay, they're, that's they're, something. They're losing in the 30s. Like, they're they're making it go a little bit. All right. Calvin, what about you? <laughs> oh, man. John kind of took it. I don't know. what. The, they just suck. I'm sorry. Shoot. They're just so bad. All right. So, I think the biggest redeeming characteristic about Jenner is that apparently as an airline, they're pretty sweet. So they're 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 local. They're hip to the the, the young kids oh, and all. That. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna move on past this. My three fifty seven yeah. is even too ridiculous. Yeah, for it's this. On, it's unbeatable. Is Sandbox gonna game. speed? Are they gonna like speed run this? Let me see what the I'm gonna see what the uh, timings. Yeah, over unders on time are in this one. Let's see. Yeah, they're not up yet. I would I, I would assume I would it's bet. gonna be like thirty. But yeah, like I I agree with you because Sandbox hasn't exactly been. 
Uh, they just kind of brute force everything, so they can kind of like botch a close, and and they've done that a lot this season, actually. And Jin Air, like I said, they really don't. That's like one positive about them is they really don't like. It's not like they they skirmish and lose, and then try to make up for it with another fight, and then try to make up for it with yeah. another fight. Like they just lose slowly. They just yeah. let you have whatever you want. Kind of just yeah. Because in DFS, you can play teams against Jin Air like every day because they they get like twenty dragons and yeah yeah, and yeah. And, like. Everything is generic just doesn't take So maybe maybe if we see like an absurdly no, like low number here. If you see like a 29 or a 30, it might be worth taking the over. Yeah, you could know. maybe take the I don't over know. I am not going to I'm not going to mess with this. I'm yeah, just kind of fi- I'm just kind of fishing for any kind of value here. Uh let's go to Sunday. Uh Hamwa Life minus 270, the minus 1.5 is at plus 120 against my favorite team, Genji Esports. I'm not that's not my favorite team in case anyone was wondering. <laughs> Uh, Genji is plus one ninety four. The uh, the plus one point five is at minus one sixty four. So the books think this is very likely to go to a third game. I don't. I also don't like. But I, I'm also not sure plus one twenty is going to be good enough for me to bet it. Yeah, uh, I agree. Minus one point five. But this, I don't think it's going three. This is like a light. See, to me, this is like a this is like a like a three on the confidence level, right? Exactly. Like yeah. low, I, low confidence two zero. Yeah, I think I think the. The minus two seventy is like a six. These are these are games you usually want to avoid, yeah. where a heavy money line favorite isn't like higher than like an eight, like they're not an eight, nine, or ten, and the the like the the handicap is tempting. These are games you typically want to avoid, unless you have good reason to. I, this is this is like bait, right? I want to take the I want to take the generic or the Hanwha two o, but. I don't know. Genji's weird. <laughs> Do yeah, you guys agree with that? Like, there's always enough of a factor for me. Like, if the teams are within like three or four spots in the standings, there's basically always enough of a like these guys slept better last night factor. Essentially, yeah, where, or like, justification so team, for yeah, it. a team can just show up, or maybe they have one pocket pick they're going to pull out. You know, that works out. Yeah, so, and they both yeah. play Friday, so it's not like anyone's going to have like a rest advantage in this case either. I usually these are I love these kind of spots with teams coming off of like four days rest or five days rest and the team played like two days before. I know yeah, people, that that's like sense. an understated thing in best of three regions, I think, but that's another topic. Let me add that to the ideas. <laughs> uh, so that's the LCK for the weekend. Uh, we liked King zone minus 1.5, right? Oh, we liked King zone money line oh. and minus 1.5. That was the big pick for the LCK. Wait, wait, I think. Do we talk about King zone SKT? Oh no, we didn't. I skipped the last game. Jeez. <laughs> One more game to go. Uh, SK Telecom minus two thirty. This is also on Sunday. SK Telecom minus two thirty eight against King Zone Dragon X. The minus one point five is at plus one thirty four. So the books looks like we lost John for a second there, but uh, he'll be back momentarily. Uh, so it looks like the books are favoring a two to one. That the two to one victory for SKT is the is the favorite here. So um, I don't. Think this is going to be a good match, well. I think. But I do think Kingzone will beat SKT in my opinion. Oh yeah, so I, I, I think this is too far apart, right? Yeah, it's. I, I think people are overhyping SKT and how much they do struggle. Um, I guess if people don't really watch the game, like sports betters and yeah, or whatever, uh, this I think that Kingzone uh, money line is actually really good, really good, really good. Uh, yeah, they're playing well. Uh, Def and Pod have like just created the, obviously they've always had the, like great synergy but they've like just come together with Rascal and Cuz and this whole team just mm-hmm. from top to bottom have just been like on point their rotation's been on point 
their uh, decisive uh, decision makings are on point. Like it's just, I think they have a good read on the game right now too. Like, and they've gotten steadily better as the season's gone on. Like they've had a couple weird series, but like that's what good. Like, yeah, I don't know if they're like a great team, but they're definitely like a good team. Like they're gonna be. And LCK good team. Yeah, like I put and yeah, that's that does. (laughs) So like I do, I do think that they've put a little bit of. I don't know. So we we put we put Griffin in a tier, and then SKT in a tier, and then like King Zone and and Damwon together, right? So yeah, or it was like King Zone, Damwon, and like like Sandbox. If you're high on Sandbox, right? Yeah. So I think I think John's gonna be reconnecting momentarily. So um, I hear my phone buzzing off. This <laughs> so uh, I think in this case. I, I actually, I do think SK Telecom's a better team, mostly because I think their ceiling's way higher, right? Well, yeah, because they got the players. Yeah, the players. but I think right now you could totally justify King's own money line here. Like, not just the 1.5. Like, I, I'm going to put something on the money line here. And it's not because I think King's own's a better team, but I think these teams are close enough to even that this line's wrong. It is, 100%. Yeah, and uh, the plus 1.5 I, I feel very strongly about. And minus 185 is, like, actually a bettable number. I don't know about you guys, like, my my limit, I don't want to say my limit, but I usually don't, 200's, like, kind of my cutoff, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'll, ta- I'll take 3 to 1 payout, or 1 to 3 payout, right? Like, I, I don't, like, I'll take that to the bank a lot of the time if I feel strongly enough about it. Minus 185 is close enough to that, but, like, you know, uh, this might be, like, I, I don't know if it's a shoebox, because SKT could just run away with two of these games, but I feel, I'm like a, I'm like a 7, on the minus, on the plus one point five, and like a f- honestly, like a five on the money line. Okay, okay. Which is like really weird, right? Like that's yeah, because you're betting that minus one eighty. Yeah, because I, I almost think like I wonder what the odds are on the two zero because that's you can definitely see Kings on winning. Like I think anyone anyone who's smart enough can see Kings on winning. Yeah, Not absolutely. Recent, but like just like you said, it's just the King Zone two zero. By the way. Well, the King Zone two zero is plus three ninety seven. The SKT two to one or the King Zone two to one win is plus three seventy nine. SKT two to one exactly is uh, plus two nineteen. So that's actually not bad odds on that either. Now I think no. about it. Yeah, I'll, I'll be firing on this. We'll have to come back to this and ask John when he gets back. Let me just check to make sure there's not any kind of crazy disaster or anything. Might be. Oh. All right, guys. Anyway, so uh, we'll go to uh, – he looks like he's going to be back. He's just rebooting. So um, let's go to the LPL because we spent a ton of time on the LCK. And uh, oh, there's some interesting matches in the LCK this weekend. I think more interesting than the LPL even though there's a lot more games. So let's kind of – I mean, this first one up is my pick of the week, and I'll bet you. I mean, you already took it. All right, so <laughs> – you're already you're like a. I guess player. I guess I guess let me. Uh, yeah, I already I already put in the blog post too. So I guess I'll hop in on this one and just jump on it. So RNG <laughs> minus one point five. They're minus five hundred. Minus one point five is now at minus one forty one. I got it when it was a buck twenty. So one forty one is a little less good. But at Team We, Team W's plus three twenty six underdogs. Look. <laughs> Sorry. I think I think WE's trash. I think WE's probably the worst team in the LPL. I think LGD is... Maybe LGD is worse. LGD is worse. 
WWE. Okay. Is so okay. So let's. All right. So who is who is worse than who is worse than Team WWE? LGD. LGD. I'll agree with that one. Is Rogue Warriors worse than WWE? Rogue Warriors are not. Actually, I think Rogue Warriors are, and I would say VG is. I don't know, man. I kind of like Zujin Killua. Like, <laughs> they at least have something. That's what I'm saying. Like, I. But okay, hear me out, dude. I okay, sh- yeah, go because sh- I'm I'm slamming this. This is I my pick of the week. I'm not. I'm not saying WWE is going to win. Yeah, yeah, I just troll on Twitter, guys. They're not going to win two one. All right, so but... like, just play devil's advocate then. Like, so how? Do, what? Like, what's the justification for WWE? Like, just the, the, their their win condition, right? Is Beishang guy <laughs> hard and... carrying. Hard carrying, dude. The reason why Magic wasn't meshing with Shie and or Mystic is because I think his pathing was really bad. Yeah, Magic was um, not with it. He was he was definitely playing a little too passive. He was more of, of a farming uh, jungler than uh, what Beishang does. You know, he loves to gank. He loves to initiate fights, and he's able to play a lot like a different champions. You know what I mean? Obviously, yeah. Obviously, set of games we saw him play like well, eight tracks. A-track. He's only played five games too, yeah. so like we don't know everything. Like, so I think one of the more interesting and there's John. John's back. Nice. So we we jumped into the LPL. Uh, we just assumed. So we we talked a lot about King Zone. Uh, we both like the King Zone money line here, not for like a lot, but we think those teams are matched a little closer than that line says. King Zone's plus one seventy three. Yeah, that seems reasonable to me. Yeah, like because I think they're they're close enough. And I think there's a universe where King's Own win just wins that outright. So, um, a close universe. And then we started talking about RNG and Team WE. I've I've kind of gone on my Team WE is awful. Like, so we're so where we're at now is who who John who do you think in the LPL is worse than Team WE? I think we both yeah. universally agreed on LGD. The next team I offered up was Rogue Warriors. Yeah, I think it's hard to say that Rogue Warriors is better than them. After after their recent performances from both sides, I think it's hard to say. Okay. Rogue Warriors is better. Okay, it's, so that's two it's teams. Closer though, that's two teams. How about uh, how about OMG? Ooh, God, I forgot about that. See, OMG to me are like, <laughs> dude. I had I had OMG in tier two in week two of the season. Like they were like, yeah, when they, they beat like, Billy like, Billy, OMG, and we're like, oh my OMG god. Hey, I liked them too to start the season. It wasn't just because they won either. I liked them going into the season. Yeah, when they lost, it was their loss to IG that made me love them. Was they lost to them, but they battled. They were good. Yeah, they were really close, and Shelly looked great. But but when you have a whole off season to prepare for that match, (laughs) yeah, I guess that's why you never overreact to week one. That's why we never overreact to week one, people. Uh, So just like. Yeah, I don't know. OMG's pretty bad. Too, I definitely but... think people are overhyped on WE because of a couple matches where they where they played well. I don't okay, think so that's... if we think LGD and OMG are are worse than WE, not by much, right? OMG's OMG's closer, better for me. I don't <laughs> yeah. think they're they're definitely. I, I definitely don't think they're like hundred percent worse right. than WE. So like all these teams are E tier teams, right? <clears throat> yeah, Do you think yeah. WE's even D tier? Because I, I don't. Yeah. No, I think they're still in. They're, they're like still, still in, in that group. Tier. Yeah, they're in my bottom. Okay, tier. so if that's the case, this hear me out on this, right? Because this, this is why we like try to look at these things relatively, right? Hear me out on this. The last two wins Team WWE got was a two zero against the LGD and a two one against OMG. Before that, 
this is the one that people overreact to. It's because they 2 0 Edward. I think that's what everyone's overreacting. They 2 0 Edward, and then they beat two bad teams, and people think, like, there's momentum to it, right? They haven't played, like, Edward's a good team. That was also the week before the, like, that was also the match before the break, which is always And they weird. were hard. Edward was hard slumping, too. Yeah. yeah. Don't forget that. Edward, Edward looks great now. Beginning. Yeah, they look much better now. They look terrible back when they lost to WE. It wasn't just so, the WE loss. It's because Clear Love is bad. I'm going to, true, true. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna talk about Edward later, but like, all right. So I I wanted to spend a little bit of time on this game because like I I'm I'm real heavy on it. it's my pick of the week and the other team. So the other losses they've had, they got destroyed by Fun Plus. They got destroyed by Sooning, who looks like they're struggling now. That was in the first week too, mm-hmm. and then the first match of the season they got destroyed by Sino Dragon. Yeah, like now Sino Dragon is showing us that they're like a like a C maybe B team, probably C team. Like they're good, right? Yeah, they're they're solid. But they I got think- destroyed by that team. RNG is not anywhere remote. I think Carsa could yeah. win this game like with a bunch of flunkies <laughs> on his team, right? Yeah. Like I, I don't know. T- to me, this is like no for no. Like there's in- even- RNG could troll a game and still win. I, I think WWE's think- that bad. Yeah, I totally they play agree solo. With you. They're just playing solo queue. Like if you're gonna argue that WWE's good, I I got one argument for you. If you're arguing that WWE's good, here's your one your one argument is that in the past. In metagames where the AD carry was the focus of the team, Mystic has been very good at that job. True. It, and we are, in sort theory, of trending that pushing way. towards that, that thing. So yeah. if you want to argue that WE is good, I think the argument that you can make is that when this becomes like a two shielders and an AD carry carrying meta, if it goes that way, Mystic has traditionally been pretty good in that role. Yeah. But I don't think they're coming close to beating RNG. No. All right, so RNG minus 1.5. I got in at minus 120. Uh, anybody that reads my blog got that tip early yeah. yesterday. Uh, it's minus 141 now. It's probably more than that. I don't know. I didn't look, but I, I slammed this. Next game tomorrow, uh, Snake plus 370 against Top Sports, minus 588. The minus 1.5 is at minus 143. Not going to bet this game. Top Sports should win handily. But I don't – in the LPL in particular, I talk about this sometimes. I don't bet yeah. minus 1.5 in the LPL very often. They just are too willing to take, like, bizarre, crazy compositions. And Start different people. Yeah, they'll just be like, oh, we're going to play Jace bot lane with Orin support, and we're going <laughs> to just do all kinds of, like, weird so, garbage and just lose a game, and then they'll win game three. I'm going to interject so, before Calvin hops in because I got a, I got a, I got a, I got a, a counter argument to this, right? I think Top Sports is one of those teams that could be considered an exception, right? And I'm not just looking at, like, their track record so far this year. Except they just lost. Yeah, so they just lost to Sino Dragon, right? No, okay. they just lost – they lost They lost one to lost two to Sino Dragon, right? Well, yeah. they lost to us. To Sino Dragon, someone else, right? No, Bro, they beat man. RNG two zero. Oh yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're like right, you're right. Sunday, yeah. And then and then they lost. beat Jingdong. They beat LGD. They, I mean uh, LGD OMG, no big deal. And they, they yeah. they're like the only game that they've dropped IGA. that wasn't a lost IGA. series was Victory Five. They lost O two to Invictus game one in series in in week one. They dropped a game to Victory Five, who it turns out is pretty good. They've just trashed all these other teams now. The Sino Dragon loss, I think, is the only reason this line isn't like minus nine hundred or some shit. But I, I, I think, think I think a buck forty three is good. Like this isn't a team that changes their lineup either. I and, just don't mess with those. I'm a more conservative better though. That's fair for for the uh, for the viewers. I'm I'm traditionally known, even among other people on Twitter and stuff, as a guy who's a little bit more conservative than yeah, some. Yeah, I, I I'd say you're you're 
yeah, you're definitely more conservative. Like, that's not a bad thing. Like, that's a good thing. This means you're more disciplined about it. I'm a lot more aggressive and willing to throw money around. Uh, I, I'm I'm going to bet the minus 1.5 for top sports. Like, I feel pretty good. Snake hasn't shown me anything. Fine. Like, I know they just they just whooped on, who was it, LGD? They didn't even yeah. whoop on him. There was, like, that weird... I took Rogue the money Warriors. line. Yeah, it wasn't even a whoop on him. It was Rogue Warriors. It was Rogue Warriors. It was Rogue Warriors. They had that really weird, like, Nexus race game. It was, yeah. like, the last auto. Yeah, like, I don't know. That was so. I'm gonna sidetrack slightly. <laughs> that was, that was sweet. so painful for me. Okay, that night because <laughs> the the combinations of lineups you could go on DFS that night. Most people were on Snake and JDG, <clears throat> and I was on Victory Five and Snake. Yeah, and I got uh-huh. and I and I got superior players in my lineup because I had uh, two underdogs, <laughs> and so correct. Victory Five and JDG were so close in their scoring. JDG like very slightly outscored. So the benefit for me was that I had better snake players than most other people. And I actually needed snake to lose that game because they would score more points in game three than they get for a game not played. Yeah. And so I needed them to lose and, and they they next to like one <laughs> hit and then they just TP in and win the game. I was like, God damn it! <laughs> I had so many chances to win all the money. Cal, you got anything on this guess. one? Do you like the? Do you like anything? Or are you just staying away from this one? Yeah, I'm staying away. I think TOP is going to bounce back. Yeah. All right. So Saturday we got. Oh, I I kind of like these three game LPL slates, by the way. Uh, so we have LGD, first game Saturday morning, the 1 a.m. game or whatever. It's midnight or 1 a.m. I think it's 1 a.m. Eastern. Is uh, LGD minus 147. LGD's favored, guys. Nope. Can we? Really I'm not going to finish. I'm not going to finish this for a second. I'm not going to finish. Like, I'm not going to finish this thought because, like, that's the topic of conversation here, right? <laughs> is LGD minus 147 better than anybody? No, I don't. I, and the problem for me is that the lines don't match up that well. Like you know, in a perfect world, if LGD's minus one forty seven, Vici's plus one forty something, plus yeah. one fifty something, yeah. they're taking the juice it's here. A lot right? of Vici juice. only plus one hundred one, and that's my issue. Is like I really wish Vici was like plus one thirty. Yeah, it's not on Vici at plus one thirty. I don't know at like even money. Even uh, money, it's it's probably still just fine at even money. If you think uh, it's not though, you're right. That's if this was like a buck, ten, if this was even a buck ten, yeah, the juice on this is pretty, pretty nuts. This totally is, agree. I'll say, I'll say that, I'll say this too. This is a, we we talked briefly about like shopping around lines earlier. There's sharp books and square books, right? Yeah. So you're gonna have books that have a ton of juice. A lot of times, offshore books have a ton of juice. Uh, like the stuff, like the brand name books have a ton of juice, like DraftKings Sportsbook and all that kind of thing, which doesn't have. E- I don't think they have any esports stuff yet, but. Uh, typically, like the on-brand ones are going to be a lot more in favor of the book or in favor of the house. So, one th- that is one of the bad things about betting on Bet Online is that the the juice is like crazy high. So you gotta you gotta watch yourself. This is a case where like if like John said, this was plus one twenty or something like that, even plus one ten. I'm firing on this, but it's that's like, why you, you head over to Bovada for this one because Bovada yes. has them at plus one twenty. And yeah, that's where you want. Okay, so there you go. Play. So Bovada, yeah, Vici on Bovada, I would I would fire for a unit on Vici. I, I don't usually like betting. I talk about this a lot. I hate betting bad teams against each other. I made it. So, a, you know I what I like doing in these? Yeah. Spots? Oh, go ahead, Calvin. Go ahead. Nah, I would say I don't think Vici is that bad, though, in my opinion. Well, I don't I like either. Doing, when two garbage teams are playing each other, one of my favorite things to do is take the underdog to zero because they're the games are close enough that I like. I really feel like this could go 2-0 either way fairly easily. 
And That's so when point. you can get an odds like Vici in this series is plus three thirty to win two zero, yeah, and I don't think it's that unlikely that Vici wins two zero. No. Again, that, so that's the that's the benefit of two bad teams against each other is, yeah, if the one yeah. bad team has a good day and the other one has a bad day, like bad teams do, yeah, exactly. Like then you can this, easily get a two zero. This is like one of those situations. This is why, like, I I made a boatload of money last year betting bad teams, like betting the bottom eight, you know, eighth, ninth, and tenth place LCS teams, yep. <laughs> and. Like I did really, really well betting like the bottom teams against each other last year. It's it's really weird because I hate doing it, but I did really, really well. I just wasn't wagering a lot on it. So this is a case where like I actually agree with with Calvin. I think Vici's a little bit better than like I, I don't know. Maybe they're not. Like I think Vici's like the bottom of D tier and LGD's like in just in E tier. Like I think I think Vici's a tier better, but like Barely. they're still bad teams. Like that's. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe they're not. Maybe they're just in the E tier. Also, I don't really know. I, I don't know. I'm. I kind of like the Vici money line, but the juice is a little too much. I w- I'd rather have this at like a buck twenty. If you can find out, yeah, go to Bavada and get it buck twenty. That's good. Still but not going I, heavy. I, I do though. recommend the. I probably will put a unit on the Vici two zero because I just don't think it's that unlikely that Vici two zeros plus three thirty is pretty good. I think Vici's a better team, and yeah. for them to two zero another terrible team, this doesn't seem that hard. I'm actually going to put that in right now. Let's <laughs> put half a unit on that right now. Yeah, I All like right. that. So uh, next up we got Rogue Warriors, plus 188 underdogs against Billy Billy Gaming, land 286. I think from a betting standpoint, I'm going to stay away from this. Yeah. I don't know what – Billy Billy is so inconsistent. They look good one day, next day they look bad. Yeah. Rogue Warriors is just, just generally bad, you know what I mean? Rogue Warriors is like that too. They've had yeah. some days where I was like, "Wow, this is a real team," and then they had other days where I was like, "This is the worst team in the league." <laughs> yeah. So, I think I stay away from this. Yeah, one I'm well. I'm dodging this one. I think the the like one of the, you could justify either side here. Like both these teams are so inconsistent that you could you could make a justification for betting the underdog. Yep. But I'm not touching. I'm not touching this game. Like if if I if I were to do this, it'd be. Like something small in Rogue Warriors, but I'm not. I'm not betting this game. I agree. Next up, we got uh, last game on Saturday is EDG uh, against JD. EDG laying 189 minus 1.5s at plus 164. So I think I, I actually put something in the spreadsheet, right? Yeah. I think this is this is like an inflection point for both of these teams, and what I mean by that is like. They're gonna go if EDG just smashes this game. I think we'd all agree that like they're like, I think if EDG smashes this game and JDG JDG doesn't even look bad, I think EDG is just like a, a, a playoff contender. Like they're a top three team probably. I, so, I think EDG's looked really good the past like couple weeks. Agree. Clear yeah, off. they're definitely better than V five. So um. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I I probably lay the plus for the uh, minus one and a half. To be honest, with you. I, I, I JDG's actually look terrible in the early game. JDG's yeah, weird because they look better. They're winning games, but they don't look good doing it. No. Yeah, we're we might battle on this one. Okay, all right, go, he, yeah, go for it. Victory five is better than JDG. I think so too. I agree I, with you. And I think JDG. I'm not a fan of JDG. I think they get smashed by Edward here. Wait, do you think EDG or? V five is better than EDG. No. Okay. Oh no. I think I think EDG is better than V five, and V five is better than JDG. Okay. Yeah. 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 I think J- so, Jin Nung is like real weird because I, so 
little context, like I was actually low on Jindal going into the season. Like I, I just I don't know. I call it feel, call it like you know the players they lost or whatever. But like I, I just oh, had man. a yeah. I had a I had a feeling that they were just going to be like they were going to be like no, they were going to be like a middle tier team, right? Like. I thought they looked really, really good last year, but they had a really cohesive unit, and like they were, they were just good. Like they played well as a team last year. I liked them much better last year. Yeah, I did too. I did too. And uh, so I was low on them coming into this year, and they've actually like impressed me a little bit. Like they're actually managing to win games, but because I was low on them going into the year, I, I put a lot of weight on on my preseason evaluations a lot of the time, probably too much to be honest with you. But they also haven't shown me like they're winning games, but they haven't shown me enough to convince me otherwise. Yeah. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Like, I actually think I'm going to change my pick of the week. I think EDG minus one point five is my <laughs> new pick of the week. This, that's I don't like think crazy JC's value, right? Really? I don't yeah. think they're on their level at all. I no. like plus one sixty four, and EDG is not one of those teams. Like, I would rather bet EDG minus one point five than IG minus one point five because EDG is much more consistent. Yeah, IG is a better team, but they're they have they will, they'll lose a game. They have like some G two to them where they just like try to style on people. They did it all last exactly. year where it's like okay, like and EDG is much more consistent. So I'd much rather bet them minus one point five than some of these other. Teams I actually am I'm coming around to this too. Uh, mm-hmm. And you know, just to I, I talked about like EDG's inflection point. The JDG inflection point is if they show up to play in this game and they look good, then we have to. I think we have to start considering them as a real team. Yeah, I agree with you. There. Like, if they come out and really beat on Edward here. I have to give them some respect. Yeah, I'm gonna. They're they're gonna, they're gonna get mad mad brownie points from me if they. If I they ran over their stats. I ran over their stats really in depth for that slate that was victory five uh, against JDG. Yeah, and like Calvin was saying, JDG's early game is abysmal. Like yeah. they they just get stomped by everybody in the early game, even teams they're better than. Mm-hmm. And so, especially on a patch like this, I don't see how you can ever trust a team that's going to get smashed every early game. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. They have really so. good gold metrics. That's fucking crazy. I don't know. Um, so, what do we got next? Uh, Sunday slate. We have RNG heavy, heavy favorites against Victory Five. So RNG minus seven fourteen, uh, minus one point five is at minus one forty seven, at uh, Victory Five plus three sixty two. I think one forty seven for for the two zero. Yeah, for the two zero. Yeah, I guess. Like. This is this is the kind of the same thing from la- like last week where this was like the victory five pick from last week, right? Where we're both, we're, all three of us are high on victory five, right? Like we like this team, we think they're good. They're not in the same ballpark as RNG. No. Here's what you do with this bet, and I'll tell you, this is a way I've made a lot of money in my life. <clears throat> this game right here, when you're watching RNG tonight, is when you bet this game. Yeah, the line that's won't a good change point. Fast enough. Watch RNG tonight. If RNG is struggling. Then plus three sixty two on victory five is a fine bet. Yeah, you need to watch them tonight. Even Ooh. even yeah. even the plus one point five, you're getting plus money on it. Yeah, yeah. like that's. So I would watch them tonight, and if, if you're in the middle of their match tonight, if you think that they don't look that good, then victory five is great. If they come out and just dominate tonight, then maybe you pick up the minus one point five on RNG. You can tell RNG is going to be in like New England Patriots F- FU like... mode. Like that's. <laughs> I feel like if RNG crushes first game, I I don't know why I just have a stupid hunch they might just play crying, dude. That's new, not something you should ignore. Like that's actually a good point. Like I don't know. We get to see lineups though, so I. I know, but like they say, if they just completely crush because like they just they brought up uh, crying, and I think in an interview. What if they crush with him though? Crush with crying. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I think there's a big enough gap between these two teams that I don't know. I, I like Victory Five, but RNG just do what they do better, and they're more versatile. Like they're definitely a better team. I yeah, think. that's. But I would still watch that game tonight. No, yeah. Another game. another way another way to look at this is like you could actually bet that narrative, right? Like you could bet the two the RNG two O tonight. And bet the plus one point five. Like if you if you think they're just gonna like punt this game away after if they the, see the thing for me is I think it's more likely to go the other way. As bad as WE is, and as much as I hate them, and I know that's my pick of the week, I actually think it's more likely to go the other way. And I, I, like I think they're more likely to not prepare for WE at all and prepare for victory five. Well, keep in mind, RNG's not doing that well this season. They're not, like, sitting up at the top of the standings where they can afford Yeah, so they do games. need the wins. So that's a good win. point. That's a good point. Maybe the double 2 this weekend. That's not a bad parlay, right? I'll see how they look tonight. Maybe I'll, maybe yeah. I'll, maybe I'll live bet the, the cap tonight and then add tack that onto it. Yeah. Uh, next up, we got Sooning. Here, run a little long. We're going to speed through these. Uh, we got Sooning, minus 313 against OMG, plus 201. The minus 1.5 is at plus 111. I, I love Sooning here. I know they've looked bad, but these numbers are really, really good. I like the like Sooning sweep. Yeah, I'll take it. I'm taking the other side. Yeah? Okay. Yeah. Let's hear it. Let's hear Sooning, it. Let's hear it. I think Sooning's looked bad enough against bad teams recently. I don't know how I can pass up OMG to win one game at plus 161. I don't know. That's <laughs> OMG, what, that's, OMG that's needs the wins, too. And God, they have shown flashes, man. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. OMG is one of my biggest losing teams this season, so it's hard to put any. They're 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 they're, they're your uh, your weakness, your yes. vice. You want them to be so, good. You believe in Shelly? <laughs> yeah, I think. Yeah, I believe. I do, man. I believe in Shelly. Yeah, Shelly uh, was good last season. <laughs> he was really good at the beginning of this season too. But no, I think if I was going to bet this game, I would bet the plus one point five. I don't think they're going to win the match, but no. I could see OMG getting a game here. That's good value on that too. Uh, I, I'm I'm on the other side, but I, I could see that. Um, yeah. yeah, and you're right. Sunnings looked a little shaky. I I talked. We talked a little bit about them last week. Like this team, what what happened to this team? Uh, I don't know. Like, are they gonna like? All right, so they remind me a lot of Afrika. I think Afrika's been worse, but like they remind me of Afrika. And that like this team is just too good. Not like the players are just too good to not at least like, get better as the season goes on, right? And I thought this would be their meta. Like, they're picking yeah. up players yeah. from a team that traditionally was playing, like, a slower style and were moving into a slightly slower meta game. I thought this was going to be Sooning's breakout time, and instead they just fell over. I don't they, know what happened. They've just looked like a meta. I, I don't know. I they they Hacker, are very much like a Freako. Yeah, Hacker just hasn't been playing as well, in my opinion. Yeah. No, he, de- he definitely has. And he was, like, he, he was the crux last season. Exactly. Like he was so good last year. That, uh, very surprising for me. Yeah. That jungle presence is not there for for them. I think that's their struggles right now. Yeah, I'd agree. So uh, I I kind of like the two O just because I think the value is good enough, even though they've looked shaky. I, I'm I don't trust OMG, but I, you could you could justify either side here. Uh, Invictus Fun Plus. I wrote this as maybe the game oh, of the week. God, dude, this is gonna be a good game. It's going to be a lot of fun to watch, it's but gonna, I'm not actually. I don't think Fun Plus is in IG's league. I don't either. I, I think this and IG is funny too because they they make it a statement to stomp good teams, even if they don't give a shit about dude, the bad last, teams. Like for real, last game they were just like, dude. We all called that too. We were yeah. all on top of that. We were like, oh yeah, they're going to stomp. This isn't going to be close. Like <laughs> yeah. everyone's arrived on this. Like, uh, is this is this a two zero point? Like I do think Fun Plus is good. 
I think it, you'd be better. Uh, this is a good match to bet Invictus minus one point five. If you have to bet Invictus minus one point five against another good team where they want to make a statement, is better for me than even betting them against like Snake. This one might be worth waiting on to like. All right, so this is another interesting point. Like, do you guys think this one's worth waiting on? Because do you, do you think money's going to come in on Invictus or come in on Fun Plus? You think casual people are going to look at this and be like, Fun Plus is in first place. If and people, like Saturday night, we're going to get all the casual people coming yeah. in on them. If people actually like kind of know the LPL. I think they might go IG, but yeah, if I do you too. Regular sports better, and you look at like just the win ratio and stuff like that. You're gonna be like FPX easily. So, I actually think it's more <laughs> likely to go the other way because the only people betting on this are not casual betters. People that are going I think heavy in, on well, it. Invictus is your previous world champions. I got a bunch of things going for like that's why a I good think point. People would bet Invictus. They just won the world championship, so, so I maybe get in on this now. That. Maybe get in Fun on this plus now. Phoenix's name. If you don't play League of Legends, are you betting on a team called Fun Plus Phoenix? No, yeah, that's a good. Point. I'm not. That's a good. Oh, point. Yeah, the, the the eye test, the hard eye test. <laughs> yeah. Literally, don't, don't even know. look at the players, just the name. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I have a hard time if I don't play the game. If I was betting like Dota tomorrow, which I don't play, and there's yeah. a team called Fun Plus Phoenix, I'm not betting. On <laughs> so, good point. Good point. So. Uh, I think we all like the Invictus 2-0. Yeah, maybe like now that we've thought, like you make a good point about the, the World Champs thing. Maybe it's the times to get in on now because th- I could see this going down to even money or more. I think casual players are way more likely to bet on Invictus. Yeah. So, all right. I, yeah, I like the Invictus 2-0 here. I think you guys too, right? Yep. LEC, EULCS. We'll try to run through this a little fast. Yeah. So that. we have Origin minus 134 against Splice 106. I'm indifferent to this. I, I, I still think Splice is overrated, and I think Origin's better. But like, I don't know. We're just we gonna it. keep battling because Origin sucks because they have yeah. Nithy, and Splice is good. And Splice is gonna be something. Yeah, Splice is gonna win. I okay. Like Splice minus one. So you guys like? All right. Yeah. Okay. I'm staying away from this because I know I, I'm like way too heavily biased against Splice, and I know that they're not. <laughs> I know that they're not as bad as I as I. Bald Mithy did not come through for me last. <laughs> fair, fair, fair. Sorry. Fake news, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> we got uh, SK minus two fifty against Excel plus one seventy five. Am I crazy for thinking Excel's got a shot here? Yeah, yes, I'm crazy. You are. I'm not touching this one. If this was like two fifty the other way, if this is like plus two fifty, now yeah. we're in business. <laughs> SK is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, Misfits vitality. This one we can talk about for a little bit because. This is another one of those like inflection point games, right? Like totally agree. The playoff race is starting to heat up, and and I think this line's right. I think this line's right. Like this looks yep. about right to me. I mean, I haven't I haven't crunched all the numbers. You guys probably have. I, haven't, I, haven't I think you're going to see a lot of people hitting misfits and DFS and stuff. But uh, I, I think Vitality should win. Yeah. Good yeah. go ahead, Cal. No, I I hundred percent agree on this one. Vitality's going to win. Like I don't know, dude. That one plus one twenty. I mean, I guess. Like I said, I think I told a couple people earlier. I think they're going to be the chalk for just DFS purpose. Yeah. Of what happened and Coach Moose hype. I love Coach Moose. <laughs> I really do. But Vitality overall is just just a better team. Yeah. More team than Misfits. But Vitality also it. like punt games too. So like. They are kind of inconsistent, but uh, my this just in news headline is Misfits is still bad. They're still 
I don't oh, even yeah. have him making the playoffs. Attila was on uh, Euphoria, so that's been a thing the past couple. Oh, years. is this the trend? <laughs> is this the sharp <laughs> yeah. trend? Yes, yes, it oh is. Oh my the god! Trend. Chris and I have been talking about it. <laughs> is this the? Is this like the cold theory from last year or whatever, where he was like, they had him on that show and he like poured his heart out saying that they didn't practice, and then they came out and like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, I yeah. don't know. So you guys are. Uh, I don't think both I on vitality it. here. I'm not. I'm not going to bet this, but I'm I think this is this is a really interesting point because if Mischievous win this, I don't think that I don't think that damns vitality necessarily. But like, if Misfits win this, they're a real team, right? I mean, this this might be with best of ones. This might be with best of ones because if they beat them in a three game series, I can put a little bit of weight on that, right? Depends how they beat them for me. If they beat them because Han Sama snowballs, then I don't think it says anything. Because it doesn't change anything. It's the only right? way they ever win. Yeah, but it's not like a new because, element. Like, Fabiven plays well. Like if Fabiven outplays Jizuke, okay, that'll be then impressive. You got, then that's you got a good my point. Attention. But that's not going to happen because Fabiven's awful. So Vitality's going to win. So yeah. I'm I'm off this. Cal, you like Vitality? You going to bet this or no? No, I'm not going to bet it. John, you like? Not going to bet it, but Vitality yeah, should win. Okay, so it's a pass from all three of us, but. That's I think that's the most interesting game maybe for the whole weekend. I think so, hundred percent for me. Um, Rogue plus one twenty five at G two minus eight thirty four. I struggle to not take a plus four hundred in a best of one, right? Yeah, I I was like, (laughs) I was like, I can't not do that, and then I was like, but it's G two, like, yeah, I, I don't know how they, I don't know how they lose to Rogue. That's like this is like the only matchup, except for maybe I guess G two XL, that I would pass up a plus four hundred. This is really tough. <sighs> yeah, I think I think I pass on yeah. it. I'm okay. like I, I want to play this so bad. I'm not going to, <laughs> but I want to. Maybe I'll throw it in something. Maybe I'll throw like two heavy favorites plus that to even it out. No. Yeah. No. Next. This is an interesting one too. Another like inflection point match to me. Uh, Fnatic minus Fnatic favored by the way. Fnatic right. minus one forty three against Schalke plus one oh five. What? The Very line, interesting. The line's messed up, but I think Fnatic wins. Okay. Edit place it on Schalke. So this to me, unfortunately, we don't have this element. I want to talk briefly about this. This is an element of like Vegas knows, right? This like this kind of thing would typically like. I know that's not the case here. I know that like this. This esports books, they don't have... They just have, like, an algorithm running, basically. Yeah. Right? They don't have, like, the information and, like, the... It's not like the NFL where, like, Vegas knows. Like, it's borderline impossible to win the NFL. <laughs> like, betting. It's really, really difficult, too. So, because they just have all the information. They're just sharper than you. They just know everything, right? This, yeah. this to me, if, if this was, like, not League of Legends and this was football... I'm slamming Fnatic for the sole reason that I think, like, they got to know something that I don't. Right? Like, this just looks too fishy to me. All they're doing is, I think, the reason they baiting people? comes up with these lines is because of just last weekend. Schalke loses matches. 2 versus 2 right? Like, yeah, Fnatic wins last weekend. Trends are looking opposite. But Schalke's looks so much better than Fnatic all season. Yeah. Yeah. I don't so, know that you can just take last weekend. So, I, but you could, though, right? Because... It, a lot of people have Fnatic as the top team in Europe going into the season. Clearly, yeah, that's not I the case. Them to win, yeah, but. clearly that's not the case, right? But the question is, where does Fnatic actually end up? Like, and I, I, I think it's worth taking some time to talk about this. We can kind of breathe. The Saturday slate's honestly pretty boring to me, but 
So we'll take a, a second to talk about this one because where we think Fnatic ends up matters a lot for how the rest of the season goes. Because if if so, like say they win this match, right? Do we think Fnatic's the real deal? Are they going to be like a playoff? Are they just going to surge the second half and make the playoffs? Like they could totally the argument, do that. The argument if, about who's going to make the playoffs is only between four teams: it's Fnatic, SK, Origin, and Misfits. Yeah, you have to decide which of those two teams is missing because the rest of them, I think, are pretty locked in. I don't think Schalke is going to fall off hard enough to miss playoffs. Yeah. So it's it's Fnatic, Origin, SK, and Misfits. So for me, Misfits is definitely not making the playoffs. <laughs> Obviously. So that leaves two of three spots, <laughs> one team missing out between Origin, SK, and Fnatic. And I think it's really hard to call it is which really one of those call. three teams is going to miss out. So, uh, Calvin, what do you think on this? Because this, uh, this is another one of those inflection point games. Because this is two – I don't want to say they're trending opposite directions just because they owe 2 like Shocker owe 2 last week, but like – it's it's a, it's whether do, do you think Fnatic's gonna have a second half surge? Like I do, I for one do. I actually think they're gonna make the playoffs. I know that sounds crazy, but like there's and they've looked really bad. But this there's another case of like it's like the Afrika syndrome, like this te- and Sooning, right? These teams are like the players are just too good that even in like not an individual player centric metagame, like they can overcome that. There's a certain amount of that that. I don't know. Call it a hangover. Call it whatever you want. I don't believe in any of that. I just think they're going to figure it out. I trust them to figure it out. Is this the week? I don't know. But uh, what do you think they're going to do the rest of the season? I think Fnatic's going to be a playoff team. <clears throat> I think Fnatic. It's either SK or Misfits, to be honest with you. Yeah. I, I think Fnatic. I think Origin is the other team that misses out. Yeah. yeah. For and me, I, I, I kind of like Origin too. Make it. I know you. I know you're I just, not a fan, but okay. So I lead in Fnatic for now, but. What Memento has been doing, it's not like he's making mis- like a lot of mistakes or if any, but the mistakes he's has made in games are like super crucial. You know what yeah, I mean? like super crucial. Like I like game enders. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh, okay. Like, why did you choose that dumb play when you could have done many other dumb plays? You know what I mean? I don't know. I think if I think he'll figure it out. I I don't know. I I'm in the middle. I know. I've- John loves Schalke in this spot, but... I think, the, so, reeling it back into, like, this specific game, I think this is just a tad too rich for me. Like, I actually believe Fnatic... Like, I think the, I, I think Fnatic's going to finish second half strong. I don't know if this is the spot to bet them, and I think them being favorites here is wrong. So, like... I'm not going to bet them. I think Schalke... I think Fnatic is going to make a second half surge. I think they're going to make the playoffs. just might not be this I'm, week. I'm, I'm not sure if game. it starts this game. I yeah. think it starts... Uh, I think it starts against tomorrow. Rogue. Yeah, yeah. All right. So uh, Saturday slate. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna like speed round this yeah. to get to NA because I don't think the second I don't think the Saturday slate's that interesting. Uh, SK plus two eighty against G two minus four fifty five. G two. <sighs> Just kidding. Don't I mean, there's game. an there's an argument for SK right, but G two is really good. Yeah, don't, they're don't like. Bet. G2 is the only team I wouldn't bet SK plus 280. Like, I think SK is an underdog to a lot of teams, but I don't think they're plus yeah. 280 against anybody except for G2. Schalke, very slight favorites against Splice, minus 125, Splice minus 112. I like Schalke. Schalke if Schalke loses to Fnatic as well, I think you can take Splice, because I do think that teams start to take it to heart in their teamwork and preparation That's if they're true. on losing streaks when they shouldn't be. Yeah. And so if Schalke loses three in a row... And Splice wins yesterday or the day before this. I think there's a reasonable chance that Schalke just comes in here kind of Flat. annoyed and sad yeah. and 
and, and then next week they get it together and just start stomping again. I, yeah, I, I agree. It's a little narrative streety, but I'm 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 about that. I'm with it. Uh, Calvin, anything on this one? Nope. Splice. Oh, you like splice? Okay, so. Well, no, depending depending on. Uh, same oh, same thing. Yeah. So like, depending yeah, yeah, on okay. Uh, Rogue plus two eighty, Fnatic minus four fifty five. Nope. Ah, t- two eighty against this Fnatic team. <laughs> I don't see how they play against Shalco. Sorry. Yeah, but so this is like last week, right? Like if we wait, the value is gone, right? Uh, I mean, because if Fnatic so. gets stomped, then this is just going to turn into like minus three hundred, and you're gonna, you know, I kind of like Rogue like here. Pretty bad. I yeah, do too. Yeah, I do too. Rogue. But they could win that game. I don't know if I'm confident enough to bet it, but they could win that game. Nah, this next game is where you want to put your long shot money. All right, Miss, oh, you really hate Misfits. Misfits, <laughs> Excel plus three hundred against Misfits minus five hundred. Well, think about it this way: Who's better, Misfits or Fnatic? It's got to be Fnatic, right? I I then, think Fnatic. I think Excel and Rogue are very close, and I think Fnatic is significantly better than Misfits, and so you're getting better odds. That's on true. Than you are on Rogue to be Fnatic. This is good long shot money. You're I right. still don't think XL is going to win. Like I don't think they win more. I don't than know, XL's been ahead time, in a but... couple games this year. They just don't know how to close. If they could like clean, they, remember they were ahead against. Was it they were ahead against Vitality? Right. That was was that them or Rogue? I'm forgetting. Off no, the top I don't of my even head. remember. Now. I'm pretty sure they they were ahead against Vitality in like the second game. It was just, like the second week of the season. Early like, in wow. the season, XL looked all right. Yeah, yeah they've, they've looked worse later. later so but this plus three hundred and a best of one. This is a good long shot. Yeah, you're, that's a good call by you, John. This is good long shot money. Vital uh, Origin plus one twenty against Vitality minus one sixty seven. Not gonna bet that one. Yeah, Vitality should win, but Origin Origin has been one of the streakier like up and down yeah. type teams. So I think the number is like exactly play. right here. Yeah. Um, NALCS Saturday, clutch uh, plus one ten against hundred thieves minus one fifty four. I know thieves have looked bad, but I love hundred thieves in this spot. Yeah, I'm. I had a big debate in my YouTube comments with a guy who was talking about hundred thieves as like. Clearly, it's not working. They're just a bad team. Man, it is. there's some things going wrong for this team, but they, this team has a lot of talent on it. Like, this yeah. guy was arguing with me that, like, Hui's the worst mid laner in the in the NLCS. I'm a Hui hater, and I still love this spot. Yeah, I think Hui's actually – I think people are taking these couple huge mistakes that he's made and extrapolating that to he's bad – but I think he's been pretty good overall. It's just that he's made like three game losing errors this season. Yeah, but he and made the plenty of them last year on ball. CLG too. So like, all right, yeah. so my who he's a weird a weird player for me because the riot narrative is that he's a niche player. He plays niche champions. He's a roaming style. He has all this stuff, right? But there's a certain amount of like he plays a role on a team. He's the fire starter. Doesn't matter whether like. It doesn't matter whether or not he's a good player necessarily. He's very good at do at, at starting stuff, right? Like that's that's his job is to make things happen. Sometimes yeah. that ba- that's just the nature of his play. It, it's he's like he's a lot like Macnoon. I'm not putting him on the same level, but like if you think way way back in the day, Macnoon was like this. Who he Hooney is like this, right? Yeah. Super feast or famine player. They're there. You're just going to take your lumps with this, and I, I think people are way. I'm, a, I'm I don't like him that much. I think he's way overrated, but I still think like he's not a bad player. People are looking too hard at the at their record recently yeah, I because agree. that last game, especially I can't actually I can't remember if it was Saturday or Sunday, but 
one of those games last weekend, 100% of the time they win if it was not for the one boneheaded play around Barron. Yeah, they were that was the Saturday game, I remember, because I yeah. was watching at the Who hockey going game. back while the rest of the team chases into the jungle is why they lose that game. But in every other way up until that point, one of the teams was game. winning, and yeah. they were going to win that game. So just because they lost, it doesn't mean that like they were the inferior team. They were the better team, and they made one really terrible error that really cost them. Well, they made a couple terrible errors in that game, but it started with that one. If they don't make that one, I don't think that game's close. I think Hunter Thieves just blows them out. I agree. Calvin, what and do you so, think on this one? Go ahead. Uh, I was actually high on Hunter Thieves last week. It was actually kind of disappointing on how they played, but I heard well, – not I heard, but – there's been rumor around, rumors <clears throat> and like hinting in videos that probably might might switch Anna with uh, Frago, Frago, whatever that yeah name is. I heard, that I heard apparently he's just a beast in the academy, but you were talking about making some changes, and do I don't you, know if they're gonna do it this week. So, do you think that that's like a detriment, or because I actually think like if they do that, it's a mistake at this point. I know that is like kind of counterintuitive and outside the box, but like. It's three games, right? Like it's would, three games, and they they only really got blown out in in one of them. They were, I don't but know. They're taking more of this to heart because of the that's fans, true, especially of last year of what happened. Um, and so I don't know what they plan on doing, but I do think it's a mistake, especially if you're going to have Bang and Huhi who are new to the team. You know, you still need to yeah. get that teamwork down. But um, probably, this team can only get better to me. Yeah, hundred percent. And Clutch, the other aspect of this that we literally haven't even touched on is that, like, I don't think Clutch is that good. I agree on that. I think Clutch is being overrated because they had one good game last yeah. weekend. People are starting to, oh, they're figuring it out. But, like, one yeah. good game isn't figuring it out. 100 Thieves uh-huh. are also going to have, or they're not going to have side selection. They're going to be on red side for this game, I think, which I think is going to be better on this. I, I, I love 100 Thieves here. I, yeah, I'm fine. I'm going to I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a couple units on 100 Thieves, and that's, like, Means something because I I cap at three for for one best of one games. So, uh, yeah. you guys you like hundred thieves? I don't know if you are you gonna bet it, John? Yeah, I'll bet hundred thieves minus one forty one one fifty four. Calvin, how about you? <sighs> yeah. Okay. Uh, TSM minus two eighty six versus Echo Fox plus one ninety five. I know John's gonna raffle stomp TSM here. I but minus two eighty six too rich. Yeah, it's too rich. Negative two eighty six. Yeah, it's too rich. I'm with up. that too. Uh, I don't like Echo Fox at all. No. But I mean, yeah, I don't they like Echo Fox at all. Agreed. Garbage. They're yeah. they're going to be the bottom team in the league. I have Agreed. a futures bet, <laughs> and it's going to win. Golden Guardians plus two thirty five. Cloud Nine minus three fifty eight. I like GG here a lot. I know they haven't. I know they've looked sketchy, and I know Cloud Nine's really really good. But I think like if in NA this week, I think this is your spot to fire on like a long shot bet. Plus two thirty five in a best of one is for me. Pretty good. I think. The reason you can bet Golden Guardians here is because I feel like Golden Guardians can beat anybody if they get what they want. Yeah, and it's hard for Cloud. It's like it's hard for you to know if Cloud Nine is going to give them what they want or not because yeah. NA teams are notoriously terrible at just Drafting. like yeah. Period. I, yeah. Who was it? Oh God! So Cloud Nine won so much last year. It was like just Olaf, in drafting. Olaf's like zero a hundred. Yeah. In LCS, and they just keep like oh, gotta snap up that Olaf first round. Like they're just terrible drafters, and so they could easily get Golden Guardians what they want, and Golden Guardians can beat anybody yeah. if they get what they want. So I like I like this is like a lightweight, like a half unit on the money line for Golden yep. Guardians for me. Yeah. I, I like totally fine with that. Yeah. Uh, CLG plus one thirty, Flat Quest minus one eighty two. I think CLG CLG's looked good. I'll give them credit, and I, I'm a, I'm a hater of that team, man. But I'll give them credit. They've looked pretty good. 
I just don't think they're this good. If that, like, I, I think this is their ceiling. If that makes sense, like, I've um, given up on CLG. Yeah, early I mean, in the yeah. season, which I is weird they because they're five. like winning, but like, <laughs> I thought they were top five at the beginning of the season. I thought yeah. that their lineup was solid, and they had Power of Evil, and they were going to be a pretty good team. I've given up on them. I think they're they're not making the playoffs. Is this too much? I'm money? Not... Is this too much? Like, are you laying one eighty two? Is too much, right? Yeah, no, I'm not yeah. betting it. Yeah, I'm I, I, don't, away. I don't like this. I, I I like FlyQuest to win, but I'm staying away. Cal, same, same. And I'm not opposed. I'm pretty aggressive. Like I'm not opposed to betting a minus one eighty two, like I talked about earlier. And I'm confident in FlyQuest, but that's just a little too much for me. Uh, agree. Optic plus two eighty, Liquid minus four fifty five. That's too rich, right? Yep, nothing to bet there. Uh, Sun, maybe the Liquid on. Uh, I don't know. You can't even bet Liquid unders because they play differently every game. So. Yeah, uh, it's not it's not like Griffin where they're like speed running everybody or Invictus last year. Like uh Sunday slate. A little bit more oh we got man, Echo Fox minus one Echo Fox favored, by the way. Echo Fox minus one thirty four against Clutch minus one oh six. This was my cold pick of the week. Clutch yeah. minus one oh six. Clutch is not that good, but Echo Fox is terrible. Dude, Clutch, you are so confident around. in like a bleh team, dude. Like what the t- but that's how you like for me. That's how, what have been one of my most successful techniques in betting is like if you have an opinion on a team, and you're pretty sure it's correct, the best time to make all your money is when they start overperforming, that's and then true. you can just hammer against them over and over again that's because true. their lines are the lines are bad. And so I'm hammering against Echo Fox constantly until they get down to the bottom of the league. This is you know what I. I talked earlier about how in the LPL and like really just in general last year I like crushed it betting bad teams against each other and this is exactly one of those spots but I just have I can't get a feel for either of these teams. Where is Echo Fox better than Clutch? Like what lane are they better than Clutch? They don't have a better player on their roster. Like I just can't I can't fathom not paying minus one oh six for a team that has five better players at every position. Even if the communication's worse, which I think but it like, is. Are, how much better are they? Like, are that much? Like, they're, they're not that much better. Is is? I think they're a lot better. <laughs> I mean, look, I, I'm with you on this. You, you've talked me into this. I mean, I'm in on a unit. For, I'm, I'm in for clutch for clutch. a unit. Yep. There we go. Uh, 100 thieves minus 154. Golden Guardians plus 110. This one's super interesting. Oh, dude, I didn't see how they both play. It, to be honest with you. I'm pretty confident that I will have an opinion on this by the time this game starts, but I'm not even sure where I'd go here yet. Yeah, I haven't done enough. I need to go back and do more research for this game because yeah. this is very, very close for me. Because I, I like Golden Guardians, but I also like 100 Thieves to be better than they've been, so this is tough. Yeah, I think both teams are underrated. Agreed. Which makes it hard. Yeah. This is a tough one. Uh, this is this is going to be depend. This is one of those ones where it's going to be dependent on Saturday performance, but I'm not confident enough before Saturday to fire on it before, you know. 100 Thieves drafting has been worse than a lot of other teams, so Golden Guardians, I think my initial thought would be Golden Guardians plus 110 is probably good, because I think 100 Thieves drafting is pretty bad. Yeah. But, uh, I'm not locking anything in on this one until I look into this one more. This is one of the toughest games of the week for me. Alright, let's see. Cloud9 minus 167 TSM plus 120. I mean, TSM looked good last week, but, like, we're not going to get a good number like this for Cloud9 the rest of the season. Yeah, you won't. Right. I like Cloud9 a lot more than TSM. Yeah, I like I like Cloud9 for like I don't know, probably a unit, maybe one and a half. We'll see. I gotta look into it more. Yeah, I haven't looked forward yep. to Sunday yet. Yeah, I, I like Cloud9 a lot on here. Cloud9. Uh, Liquid minus six sixty seven. <laughs> wow. Jesus, Against CLG. I mean, I'm not touching this game. 
You yep. can't bet liquid. If you wanted to put put like a half a unit on CLG, plus 375 is pretty absurd. And liquid is much more beatable. Even though they're the clear number one, they're still much more beatable than the other regions number ones, like in G2 my opinion. Like G2 or Griffin. Like Griffin, yeah. yeah. So plus 375 might be enough for a half unit on CLG. And they could also like experiment. Yeah, expect to lose your money a good percentage of the time, but you could put a half unit on CLG yeah. if you want. Best um, of one. It's the best one justification, man. The coin flip. Uh, yeah. FlyQuest minus 167, Optic plus 120. This, I know FlyQuest has been bad, but I like FlyQuest here. Maybe this depends a little on how they look. If they lose to CLG, suddenly this looks yeah. kind of... Maybe it doesn't look that bad even if they lose to CLG. I don't know. I like I FlyQuest like here. Yep. Or not plus, minus 167, sorry. Yeah, yeah, I think we all agree there. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to look into this more because maybe I'm missing something, or if there's a different like a roster, like someone's starting that I'm not thinking about. I, I haven't researched the Sunday games yet, so Optic is perennially overrated the same way that V5 Agreed. is perennially underrated in Agreed. the odds. So yeah. I like FlyQuest. Yeah, I do too. Um, anything of? Oh, I wanted to. I wanted to mention one thing from one of the other leagues. I didn't look into too many other things, but in the LMS we have Battle of One and Two this week between Flash Wolves and J Team. Thought it'd be worth you know mentioning. I don't know if you guys have watched any of the LMS. I've, I'm slowly chipping away at it, but I think Flash Wolves kind of had a slow start. I think J Team looks pretty good. I don't have enough to fade either way, but if you, I don't know if you guys have watched any of this at all. If no, I haven't watched teams. LMS at all this year. Calvin, anything? No. All right, well, we'll just call it. Uh, you should probably watch that match because they're the two best teams in the region. But it's not like super clear cut, but it, they're the two best teams in the region. I can I can say I can say that much based on my limited watching of LMS this season. I've I've watched a handful of games. They're the, they're the two best teams, so worth worth firing up a vod for that one. Uh, pick of the week last week. Uh, John and I both won. I had victory five plus one thirty nine. John had Golden Guardians plus one ten against his favorite team Echo Fox on Sunday. Got him. Broke the streak. Broke the streak, you know, because that's that's why, yeah, for real, for real. <laughs> that's why you don't listen to that shit. We talked about it last week. We talked about it. Like, that's why you don't listen to that shit. Uh, Chris had FlyQuest plus 110 on Saturday. I forget who they were against. I, I was with him on that one. Both lost uh, on that one. Uh, and then Calvin. I liked your bet, Calvin. It didn't work out, but I thought, I thought the value was good for it. Uh, yeah. He had 100 Thieves plus 220 against Liquid. This week, I'm going with RNG minus one and a half. I got it at a buck 20. Uh, it's up to 141 or more now. Uh, John's got clutch minus 106 against Echo Fox. We kind of actually think, yeah, I'd actually change that one I did in the middle of the podcast. I like the EDG minus 1.5 against JD Gaming. Yeah, I'm, plus I, 164. I put something in on that when we were talking about it. <laughs> uh, Kevin, what do you what do you got this week? Um, was it the Minus one and a half plus one thirty one IG over. Oh yeah, that's a good one too. That's a good one I think, too. I think I'm gonna take that one. I think they just handed two FPX. I, I don't. I don't think they're gonna mess around in this one. All right, I'll put that. There down. we go. All right. Uh, whew. uh yeah, we, we went a little long. Again. We went a little long, but we got held. We got held up on that. That that. Free topic thing right right is on the first LCK game. It's so, gonna uh, happen though. I'm super long winded. So yeah, me too. We're gonna go long. Yeah, I'm I'm not too. Con- I, I know I know you're supposed to. The metrics say you should get an hour. Fuck the narratives, dude. Exactly. <laughs> we're gonna do whatever. Exactly. We have plenty of people saying. We have plenty of people saying. We should oh, yeah, just call it the it. fuck the narratives podcast. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Uh, so Calvin, what do you got going on outside the world of League of Legends? 
How is your um your your conquest your your conquests your trials your tribulations? So here's a tip for everyone: um, make sure you guys floss your teeth. Um, a lot of yeah. plaque that gets built up in your enamel, and you guys is gonna get some bad gum diseases. So please do it. My buddy's a dentist. He showed me pictures. Got me into flossing again. <laughs> Actual flossing, by the way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> That's an after hours right there. That's... <laughs> John, what's up with you? Uh, I was going to say, we were going to consider going over this big, long post that I made if we had enough time today uh, about, bonus about betting that. might style. Yeah, I think I'm either going to do a video on that later this week or we'll come back and talk about it at some point this week because I think it's a really important topic that people will really enjoy. So that's my thought for the week is keep an eye out for uh, for us doing something talking about the betting mindset. Yeah. Good. Uh yeah, with me. Jeez, what have I been up to? I've been working a lot this week. Pretty boring. Uh, I'm with the floss take, by the way. I'm riffing because <laughs> I'm riffing because I'm trying to think because I didn't I didn't think of something beforehand. Oh, oh. Um, so there's a show that I had somehow never watched before. Uh, it's Letter Letter Kenny. Oh yeah, Letter Kenny. So I had never seen Letter Kenny before, right? And I came home the other day, and my roommate had it on. And the dialogue in that show is outstanding, like outstanding. Yeah, it reminded me dialogue writing. It reminded me a lot of like it was like Aaron Sorkin meets Kevin Smith, <laughs> yeah, in like a weird kind of like Kevin Smith's like indie thing, but Aaron Sorkin's like blazing fast dialogue. It was it, it's like super witty, really really funny. Uh, I think it's like a, like it's like the best show on Canadian television for a while. Someone told me it was like the the biggest hit there, but yeah, I watched like three episodes of that. I'm going to be jamming that like all this weekend in and out, like before the LCS games, whatever I'm not watching VOD. So I'm going to be all over that this weekend. Check out letter Kenny's. I don't even know. I don't even know what it's called. It's probably called the letter Kenny's or, or letter Kenny. Can- I don't know, but it's, it's letter Kenny something. It's on Hulu. So, uh, yeah, check that out. Uh, you guys got anything else? No, man. Awesome. Fuck narratives. Fuck narratives, week. right? Yep. <laughs> All right, guys. Thanks for joining us. Uh, oh, by the way, uh, one more thing. I forgot. Uh, we're going to be getting this out on we subs- uh, we submitted to iTunes. We're just waiting to hear back on that. So hopefully we'll be getting up on iTunes and Stitcher and the marketplace, like all the different podcast marketplaces. We're going to be we're already on Podbean. I'll leave a link in the show notes, um, and I'll put a link up on Twitter as well, so you can follow us there and, and get the RSS feed and all that. So. Uh, we are working on all that. I hope you guys dig the new logo. We're going to be doing that, and I'll have intro and outro music for you guys, maybe for this episode or maybe next week. So I will see you guys next week, and maybe we'll do something earlier for like a bonus episode or something. Yeah, I like it. So, all right, guys, guys like thanks it. for joining us.